Welcome to the Healthy Life Podcast that doesn't hold back. We discuss all subjects from wellness, healthy eating and fitness. Stay tuned and follow our presenter Jenny Thornton and her guests on their different journeys through their own ways to getting healthy. Welcome to Healthy Life. Well, it's not Jenny, it's Rog here. Hello, uh, we are here at the Rainbow Cafe with Talking Health Matters today. Well, kind of health matters. Health and fitness. Health and fitness. <laughs> and my guest today is your name. My name is Kim Johnson and I'm the head coach of Clamley Women's Rugby Club. Hey. Ooh. Hello, Kim. Hello. Hi. Hi, welcome along to the podcast. Thank you. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about rugby here then. So uh, I don't have a clue about rugby so you're going to inspire me a little bit more yes don't tune off if no. you don't know anything about rugby because you will learn a thing or two this podcast. Now, there's one question i did ask you off air actually uh the difference between rugby union and rugby league uh yes well um everybody uh south of the watford gap will know the answer to that roger right. <laughs> which is uh rugby league is a stripped down version of rugby union so and um, where they've speeded the game up, they've taken out the restarts that you get in Union, which is the scrum and the line out. So they're the big hitting parts when you watch. If you watch any international games, they're the ones with the big guys. So why did you get yourself involved? What, in rugby? Mm. Oh, might need more than one podcast. (laughs) (laughs) What a question. (laughs) Yeah, I've actually been involved in rugby for quite a few decades. Um, Not wishing to close. uh, What gave you you that initial bug in the first place? Um, I, uh, I, I came into rugby to help out a friend. I actually, and I'm so I was a barmaid at the rugby club, just earning a few extra pennies. A friend of mine want, was just, oh, it was her dream to play rugby. Um, so very naively, I said, yeah, that's great. I'll come along, I'll bring a few friends. And my thoughts were help her out, get the team started, step away. Um, 40 plus years later. Right, you still um, stepped I'm away. Still in, I'm still in it. And actually, the reason I didn't step away was because... I found it was something that was challenging, um, embraced friendship. It was um, a fitness um, environment that I'd actually never, ever encountered. I was the girl at school that hid in the toilets <laughs> at PE lessons. Oh, yes. You know, really. And, and I came from a very non-sporting background. So finding a sport, let alone, you, know, that I, you know, that I could embrace... Mm was absolutely amazing and it's been a passion of mine for the last 30 40 years to introduce as many girls women and boys as well i coach in schools um into that environment so what is your involvement now at the rugby center um so i'm at camley rugby club two years ago um i was (laughs) co-hearsed favorably um into uh, rebirthing camley women's rugby team so i actually head up the camley women's uh, rugby section that's awesome so what does that entail doing then? Oh, <laughs> another, another podcast, Roger. And <laughs> um, with it being a brand new um, team, right? Um, we've had we've started from ground, uh, literally from a, a you know a ground um, roots um, basis. So it is involved recruiting from zero to last week's training, thirty plus players. Wow. Um, it's it's taking people. 
uh, women, I say people, but women, uh, encouraging women into the sport, most of which have never even picked up a rugby ball or even um, embraced sport. So we're very, very inclusive. Um, our kind of strap line is, if you want to play rugby, then we will have a place for you. So how did you get your team together then? Oh, right, okay. And that's so, a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Mainly, um, word of mouth, recommendation. Invite a few people along. Um, the initial team came from the rugby club itself, obviously internal advertising, coercing um, mums from the sidelines for we have a huge mini section down there. So, you know, why watch when you, you know, get a ball in your hand? Come and see and feel ex- the experience. And, and people like that. People enjoy it. It's not just the fitness side, it's the friendship side. And actually, I kind of think, you know, in this day and age, you know, women need a place to be women. You know, it doesn't matter whether you're 17 because, um, or in your mid-50s and we've got ages in between. You know, it's just a place to get out, free up from the stress of day-to-day life, whether that's leaving your children behind or, or your <laughs> nine-to-five in the office or, or behind the screen, whatever it is for you, and having a place where you can just be you. That sounds really, really Fancy good. Fancy it, Gem? Do you know, I, I will admit I've never even, you know, thought about picking up a rugby ball, but just hearing you tell your story then, you know, just that brief explanation of it all, it just really, really makes sense, and it's really nice that it comes from a place of... For you, you know, originally it was to help someone and then obviously you found a passion in it as well. So that's that's really, really cool. Yeah, and Jen, it's people like you that, that are joining us almost weekly. I mean, mm. we've, we are returned to rugby, which is obviously um, in line with the RFU guidelines because obviously we're coming through a new norm now. Yes. Um, yeah. The RFU itself has got a six-stage return to rugby. We're only on stage two. Oh, wowza. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's about inviting people to be outdoors to be still within a a, you know a team environment to meet new people we can still do that even with all the restrictions that are on us at the moment and it's funny you'd say that you'd never thought about it because what you know I'd like to ask you Jen (laughs) you know what's your perception of a rugby player well you think you know big buff man don't you You, uh, that's what you think and you know it shouldn't it shouldn't be like that you know it should be just as much as a women's sport as a man's sport rightly but yeah you do think you know a big what is it called that the men get with the cauliflower (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) you know that's what you imagine that stereotypical image but yeah you're so right It, it, it can be just as much as a a woman's sport and I can imagine it's really really fun you know if you've had a stressful day and you just want to get your anger out it must be so fun yeah just you're absolutely that. right it is it is the the stress relief of just being within an environment and a community of like-minded mm. people and your perception of of anything obviously is, is very much generated by social media oh my goodness so you know you're absolutely correct what you know what would you have seen rugby plays that image is you know normally just a male dominated sport I will actually hashtag it is still a male dominated (laughs) sport but I think the key word there is it's a sport so you know at some point in the future and it's you know I don't know whether it'll be in my lifetime it'd be oh god makes me a bit emotional there but it would be absolutely brilliant to be able not talking about female sport and male sport yeah we're playing rugby Yeah, because that's what we do. We play the same rules. We play on the same size pitch. You know, we play with the same size ball. But the the, the quality of it, the equality of it is obviously that we're playing within a 
a, a group of equally physical, abled females. And the difference between a 17-year-old and a 50-year-old or a 45-year-old woman is the same difference between a 17, 45-year-old or 50-year-old male. So every, you know, I think what I would say to you, Jen, is come along. <laughs> Why don't you come to one of our training sessions? You could bring the guys down and it might be uh, something to uh, inspire some Definitely. of your listeners. Yeah, Jen. Yeah. Yeah. Go yeah. or not get involved. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'd love it. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. Well, I, I used to work with someone, um, not rugby, she used to play football. Mm. She was the, uh, the captain of her football team. And yeah, she, you know, she'd get quite annoyed when people would say, you know, make comments about certain things, you know, why you play football. And you, you probably guess what I'm implying towards, stuff like that. Yes. But, um, you know, she was, she, she just really loved the sport. And I think it was a passion she had from when she was younger. Her dad was really into it and, and she carried that on. And so, yeah, it definitely... It shouldn't be male orientated, as you say. It hundred percent shouldn't be, but unfortunately, it still is. So, and it's maybe up, I can try and inspire some people. I think you should, <laughs> I, and I think it's you know for people like yourselves having this platform, mm. that's the inspiration because it isn't just rugby. You've just said it; it actually goes across all sports. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a the very much sort of a a gender stereotype with women playing any sport into adulthood, um, mm. whereas you know what is sport about. You know, I was watching the motor racing yesterday, actually, the uh, touring cars, because I'm a big fan of that. And one of the support races there, it was a group of guys, you know, first, second were two guys. Uh, third place was a lady. Oh. So, you yeah. know, it's, hopefully this is what, you know, our society is going through now of generating that gap and bringing it closer together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what it should be about, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, I think in, especially when it comes, when you're playing adult sport, putting men against females is not always appropriate. So obviously, things like rugby, for, for instance, you're not going to play. Nobody's asking for men and women to play on the same team. Mm. But actually, you know, they should still be ranked or, or at least broadcast at the similar level. And maybe something like F1, it's not a sport I'm familiar with, unfortunately. Um, you know, maybe that is something where, given the backing, you could actually see the, the mm. real talent coming up. Yeah, Definitely. exactly. Here's, here's an interesting fact, actually. I was watching on Netflix about the, the old war back in World War One and stuff. Some of the countries actually have women fighting the war, not men. Because when Germany invaded one of, the, one of the countries, they were so shocked and stunned, they came up with all these women firing at them. They didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, but, actually, they lost that battle. But the, the thing with that, Jack, though, that is actually obviously a gender stereotype. There were samurai female warriors. If you, if you dig deep into history... Actually, gender wasn't seen in, in the, the blue and pink roles that Western society labels them. Actually, it was more a case of if you can do that job, if you're the best person to do that job. It doesn't matter exactly. what gender you are. I mean, you yeah. can, you, there's a lot of history out there, which again... Shall I get my strap line out there? Another podcast for a joke? <laughs> <laughs> she wants to come back, everyone. <laughs> oh, that's a good sign. So yeah. with your team players that you have on your team, uh, not naming any names, 
for obviously reasons. But tell me about some of the backgrounds of some of these players that you do have on your team. Oh, extremely varied. I mean, we have everything from um, students, so 17, 18, 19-year-old mm-hmm. girls. Um, actually, sort of, if I move that to sort of maybe up into the 20s, a lot of them maybe have gone off to university or within university. They're coming back. They're looking for, you know, as I say, just some friendship, just a social yep. group and keeping fit. Mm. Um, we've also got, um, you know, the single mums, you know, and for them it's an absolute godsend to have something that is just theirs and let's talk about the stress relief. And um, we've also got um, everything from army to nurses um, to... Um, uh, events organisers, you know, kind of it, it, it career-wise, it it covers everything. I mean, for some of our, our women, I can actually, again, I'm not, I'm not going to name names, but I can sort of see them in my head, where rugby has kind of been their lifesaver. Right. You know, having that community and having something to do, and, I, and it's funny, Jen, going back to you and you say, like, you know, what's your perception of a rugby player? And you've got this cauliflower-eared, <laughs> broken-nosed brute staring down at you. Yeah. You know, yeah. when actually rugby, and I think that the, rugby is probably one of the sports that is, is the social side of it because you battle so hard on the pitch. You train together. It, it's mm. There's 15 of you at any one time. So it's a big team sport. And it brings together a bond that I've, speaking to other people, I've never found in any other sport. That's amazing. That's really, really cool. So you must uh, must find when uh, it's televised on the TV, you must get, do you get an influx of people interested Absolutely. in the sport? Absolutely. Well, um, normally the biggest influx for women's rugby comes after our World Cups. Mm. Right. Um, and also the Olympics, because we have both uh, women's and men's rugby sevens. Yeah, definitely. So that's actually due next year, isn't it, in yep. New Zealand? So... Um, hopefully, fingers crossed, that's going to go ahead. So we kind of find that, yeah, our biggest recruitment um, from people just randomly contacting us will come after that. And also when it's televised. And I do believe the football, the Lionesses found that, was it last... Oh, I need to get my dates right. It was like <laughs> last year or the year before when they actually broadcast the Lionesses World Cup campaign on mainstream television... And women's football, the numbers of you know recruitment in the UK mm. just mm. soared. And again, it's 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 our perception. It's what we see. It's funny you mentioned that. Actually, I remember when the Olympics was in the UK. Um, however many years ago that was now. Twenty twelve. Yes. Oh my goodness, such mm. a long time ago. Um, I remember watching the swimming. Um, we went to my nan managed to get tickets, and we actually went to the oh, to the venue to watch cool. the swimming. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I just remember this before um, everyone came out. There was just a silence across. You know, everyone was just dead silent, just waiting for these people. And I remember going home and just you know, feeling like I could do something yeah. like that. I should be doing something like that. Mm. You know, it, it, I don't, I can imagine the whole crowd must have had this similar sort yeah. of feeling within them that, you know, not envy, but almost, almost envy, you know, I can do that. Why, why aren't I doing that sort of thing? So that's really, really true. I reckon actually physically watching um, women doing it will inspire other women, which you're, is amazing. I have to say, you're giving me goosebumps just <laughs> saying that. I, I was privileged enough to um, see some of the Olympics, watch the mm. rowing at um, Dorney. And um, and you're absolutely right. I think just being there, the, yeah. the energy that is produced oh, when you like are it. part of something that people are so passionate about. 
I mean, it, you cannot help but be completely mm. affected by that. And I mean that positively. You know, so, and I mean, the hardest thing about sport, or it, it's that, oh, you know, so it's taking that first step, it's putting your kit on, it's actually walking out the door. You know, and if you... Sense be, of pride. It's, it, well, I don't, I don't know, is it pride or is it, is it fear? I think it's pride. Yeah. That you've got, you've got this kit on, you're representing something. Yes, yeah. And you just feel great inside. Yeah, exactly, belonging to something. Because yeah. when you walk out on the pitch, how does that make you feel? Then? Oh, well, it's been a few years, but I have to say, <laughs> although I do, I've got my coaching uh, jacket on rather than my, my rugby boots. But yeah, exactly, putting on the shirt. Is it, it transforms you, and that doesn't, and that's the same actually for whether you're under seven and you're a kinder, or whether you're in the academy. Cambly has an academy, mm. um, 16, 17, or whether you know you're you're playing vets rugby or first team rugby. You know, Cambly women's first team. I you know, that's yeah. I think we should ask the question like, how do you feel when your girls go out and play? Oh, mm. oh, yeah, no. yeah. Very emotional. I'm a mother oh. now. I cry at everything. And <laughs> 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 um, I think you know, I, as an ex-player, it it never leaves you. You get. Yeah, I mean, I've I've, I've coached um, many teams, and the team at the moment has developed so much over this first year. So we played our first competitive year this this season just gone, and to see the development in in not just actual skill levels but confidence yeah i can imagine you know i think that's actually what brings it forth you know when you're confident enough to try something and on the sidelines oh heart could burst head is absolutely pounding um you know and and then you know just talking to people and and absorbing their feelings and Mm. you know their experience again you've all got the same passion haven't you when you're there yeah. I can imagine that's a lot about personal development as well. Like you say, Hugely. not just about the actual rugby skills themselves, it's mingling with people that aren't your age and, you know, older or younger. And obviously, as you say, a massive sense of confidence as well. I absolutely agree with you there. I think so, as I expressed earlier, when I first came into rugby, I came from a background of a non-sport, you know, it wasn't really kind of, well, it just wasn't encouraged. Mm-hmm. Um um, and you know, not 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 in a put down way. It just wasn't part of our our environment. Um, you know, and I kind of had my own perceptions about the people that played sport. And what I found, especially within the rugby community, is it's such a leveler. I mean, you can have a postman, you know, s- s- having a beer afterwards, you know, with the CEO. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and it's every career you know and that that's kind of what I love about it you've got and the levelers also within the age group I mean at the moment one of our oldest players and when they listen to this they're going to know exactly who it is her (laughs) catch line is am I too old for this should I be playing but you know she's now formed friendships with people that are actually not that much older than her daughter and we've got that mutual respect for each other Mm. because we're seeing each other on a stripped down level, on, on, on something that just like brings us, you know, a mutual kind of. Um, I can hear the yeah. passion in, yeah. you, in you. Totally. Definitely. <laughs> I really, really want to ask. So 
you mentioned sort of new norm and and sort of get getting back into things and the six stage sort of process so when do you hope to be back on the pitch oh god um i'd hope to be back on the pitch in september which is when we start but the reality of that is 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 such a long way away mm. um the actual premier leagues are only just returning um, to televised rugby um, in two weeks' time. Okay. Um, there's a lot of talk at the top level, and the RFU itself is making huge cuts. I mean, for the women's team particularly, they're looking at halving the amount of professional players, um, and as the, and and that's the RFU's focus. So at grassroots level, I think on the adult side, personally, I don't think we will be back until probably Christmas oh, wow. um, and obviously for those of you that aren't familiar with rugby it is very uh, it is a close contact game and there's elements of the game where you are literally face to face which is in this day and age is a no-no so mm. at the moment the RFU are kind of looking at retweaking rules maybe taking the scrummage I mean these are just ideas maybe taking the scrummage out um, reducing uh, people in a, a, a ruck situation, uh, making new tackle laws. Um, I kind of feel um, that rugby is not going to be as we know and love it as we return. Mm. Um, but saying that, you know, we need to adapt. There's, we, we need to continue. We need to keep growing. And thankfully, at Canberra, we seem to have something because, as I say, over the last few weeks, we've had new players that every every session as we're returning that's amazing so if anyone wants to get involved with you guys yes definitely tell us yeah we'll come down to Camley rugby club um basically I'm is there any stippler kind of people you're looking for oh if you um are you just you have to be over 17 years old right um um as i mentioned before it doesn't matter what your level of fitness is, what you, you perceive your level of fitness is, um, what you perceive your skill level is, please come down and just give us a go. Um, we are also um, looking for or inviting people that are ex-players. You know, if you've moved into the area, if you've just come home from uni, if you're thinking of putting your boots back on, you know, we're a place for that as, as well. Obviously, um, if you wish to contact us, if you wish to get involved, then you can contact Jack and Jenny here at Cambly Net. Um, we're in close communication with them. Um, Cambly uh, Rugby Club, Cambly Women's Rugby Club are on Facebook, we're on Instagram, um, and you can just Google us and <laughs> you'll, you'll find us. Please That's come awesome. down and join yeah. us. So, Jemmy, signing up? I might have to, you know. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right, lovely to uh, speak to so you. Nice so to much. speak to you guys as well. Thanks for the invite. Thank you for listening. And if you'd like to join the Healthy Life family, please subscribe and like our podcasts. You can find us on Apple Podcast and Podbean. And remember to subscribe to stay fully up to date. So look out for our next podcast and do check our new website, buzzpodcasts.co.uk.